she in that did. same case. Didn't she do something? She took the money. She <clears throat> stole money and a gold chain, and I think that's part of what's so funny about it. Couldn't she have just used her pussy? <laughs> if it was an atrocious pussy, Ladies, if you're in a situation like this, from the smallest room in New York City, use your pussy. Come to the show that gives you a reason to live. If you want to keep your eyebrows, use your pussy. Down. 41-year-old Jersey City resident was arrested, charged with attempted murder and the stabbing of a 37-year-old employee of famous Amadeus Pizza. I used to walk by that place all the time. Gazal Walker stabbed a pizza man, Kelso. After a heated dispute in the bike lane, do you see now, finally, New York City, these bike lanes are trouble. Giving cyclists part of the road was a huge mistake. They do not, they do not, they don't do it good. They're not good people. Giving cyclists part of the road is a big mistake. And, and this guy was peddling away from famous Amadeus on 8th and 31st, around 8.20. It was on a Friday. Nearly collided with, a, with pedestrian Gazal Walker, who walked on foot in the bike lane. To reiterate, there was no collision, no one was injured. The pedestrian walker got so angry, the two strangers argued, and he wound up stabbing him. Gazal stabbed Pizza Man Kelso several times in the torso and slashed his face. He's in stable condition and charged this other guy, Walker, with attempted murder because they almost ran into each other. You gotta reel it in a little bit, guys. It's uh, gonna be a long summer filled with violence if you don't take it down a notch. Joining me now, Asian Pat Dixon. How are you doing, Pat? Some places are set up to get the most of your money they possibly can. Like Las Vegas has been there. Uh, I've not, personally. Oh, you got I'll tell you. Las Vegas, such a fun place, but they want all your money. Juarez, you ever been there? Juarez, Mexico? Yeah. No, but that's a uh, that's one of my... Uh, top on my list for uh, vacation destinations it's a good place to go and get your head cut off in, a, in some sort of drug dispute talk about uh, that's a dangerous place uh, you know uh, i went there in time when it was not that dangerous but uh, to go now is to risk your life from what i understand and uh, i haven't worked in el paso in a long time but new york city is a constant shakedown this much i know that's nothing new for every dollar floating around in new york city there's a subtle but constant vacuum uh, slowly and legally sucking it up and putting it into somebody's pocket. And this is all just the cost of doing business. Uh, so many ways to steal armed robbery, identity theft, fraud, you know, stealing. It's almost hard to believe that all these things are the same thing. They, well, to me, they're, they're a little different. Um, robbery, you know, it's, it's got a more of a physical element. Yeah. That yeah. gets me excited. Yeah, oh, really? You like that? Yeah. Like a physical violence, kind of gun to the head sort oh, of yeah. deal? I mean, if you're gonna take somebody's money, just don't do it in a cheap way. One time I had uh, went into a video game store and I bent down and it, my dad's child support money was in an envelope. So on the floor, the guy stood next to me, asked me if I needed help, and uh, he put his foot on the envelope so I didn't see it. And I, as I walked away, I was looking for it. And uh, I guess he the, he took it. I'll be so, really. He should have assaulted me if he wanted my money. Yeah. <laughs> He's, wait, he, wait, he peaceably took it, but you'd rather him take, you want to get beat up in the process. Yeah. At least he's honest about it. Yeah, because I didn't find out he did it until I got home. I was like, that motherfucker stepped on my cash and took it. I guess when you get right down to it, armed robbery is the most honest form of stealing. Have some guts. Yeah. It's, I want your stuff. I'll kill you, possibly. You don't know what I might do. And then identity theft, 
you actually become the person and have their uh, ability to buy uh, shit with their credit. Yeah. You could also, you know, the same $20,000 Rolex, it might get scooped up in a jewelry store, smash and grab, and or be delicately plucked from the bedside table of a sleeping Mark who didn't know he was a John, mm. paying through the nose for a hard-hearted whore <laughs> with an eye for the finer things, his finer things. I had a rash of those watch thefts this past year. You know, we don't have a category for best watch-stealing horror. Not yet. It might be, exactly. Maybe Let it, build up. Maybe next year, you know. Uh, I think that it's it's a crime that's really coming into its own. This guy uh, lost a, a watch that was like 400 and something thousand dollars, I guess. you. I mean, I, that would be the only uh, criteria, I guess. That would have to be the most expensive one. Right, I would think so. I mean, so this is happening a lot now? It happened to a guy uh, that, that was at, um, what do you call that place? God damn it, I pass it every night on the way to fucking Dangerfields when I go there. It's uh, Mavado? No. no. What the fuck was it called? What is it? I can't believe I can't remember the name of it. Zales, Mary Kay. (laughs) Oh, man, it's a strip club. Oh. He was at the strip club. Anyway, whatever. Mary Kay, yeah. And uh, and Mary Kay, the strip club. A lot of pink Cadillac. When that pulls up, you know fun's about to happen. (laughs) Yeah. so they, this is happening? Uh, well, the guy was in there, and then he left with these two women, and then, you know, they stayed over, and then they took his shit. He didn't lock, he put it in a, he, this is what a dick this guy was. He, he put his stuff into a, uh, into a, uh, you know, vault, but he didn't lock the vault. That's like saying, I have this way of protecting this, you see it, but I trust you guys. And uh, I think he was trying to get that across, you know, this trust. You can't have that. I couldn't fuck somebody I couldn't trust. No, I'm trying to think of an analogy <clears throat> that's similar to putting shit in a vault and then not locking it. But that's I think that is like the analogy. Yeah, you that's <laughs> that is, you're right. That's it's so basic. Case. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's and it's, sometimes it's a team sport, you know, because right. like, oh, look, threesome, you know, God knows you want that. And, and right. pussy makes you look the other way. If you if you throw pussy into the equation and and that you use that in a robbery uh to you know make the guy uh confused about his life right. momentarily then um you you know that's just it's hitting below the belt that's as bad as a rape yeah i think that's as bad as a rape yeah using it as bait you know yeah using it as bait using it as uh you know as currency really yeah Pussy as currency. Man, I wish that market turned right around and I could start using this stick <laughs> for some items. I think that I could easier spend uh, pussy than I could Bitcoin. I really don't know what Bitcoin is. Do you have Do you have any Bitcoin? Well, I think it's called Slitcoin. Yeah, that, that would be the equivalent. <laughs> I don't have Bitcoin. Now. I have, you. What What do you need it for? I mean, like it's not like you can um, you know pay the rent with it, right? Do, you, do, do landlords take Bitcoin now? I think so. I'm probably in Silicon Valley and things like that. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but yeah. not uh, not not where decent civilized human beings live. That's no. a, that's out there where they're shooting all the porn. Yeah, just neck beards and fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing but just just dis- disgusting uh, tans. People with tans. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna get a tan one of these days. I think coming up soon. I mean, yeah, fun. yeah. When summer, it's going to be a big time. Let me tell you, we have a category uh, for um, best con man, con man of the year. You know, taking taking somebody's money is one thing, but making them willingly give it to to give it to you that that's a real sport. I think it requires charisma, <clears throat> some anyway, timing, nuance, yeah. uh, patience, balanced against. Uh, you have to have patience, but balanced against the killer instinct of a natural predator. You know, mm-hmm. the ability to read your prey. Know when to push, 
and when to sink your fangs into your victim's neck. That's the crime of Dracula. <laughs> Best Dracula. Count Conman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Con Dracula. We will uh we will present the NYC Crime Award for Best Con Man. And as I said, it's it's kind of it's stealing that requires a certain skill set. You must first gain the trust uh, or confidence of your mark. That's a word that we, it's not really used that way anymore. Mm -hmm. I gained the confidence. I mean, it is, but not as much. Confidence scams, uh, they exploit the characteristics of the human psych, uh, psyche. Psyche, yeah. Yeah, psyche. Which, which of course, we all possess. Uh, dishonesty, honesty. Is, uh, yeah, you gotta they, be really fucking twisted. Like. Vanity, compassion, yeah. Uh, credulity. Uh, being, you know, easily fooled. Mm. Irresponsibility, naivete, and greed. These are the, 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 some people are more easily fooled than others, and everyone has their weakness or their thumb screw. And for most guys, it's pussy. That's pussy, yeah. Yeah, and the, or the approval that comes along with it. Whatever, it's some aspect of of a vagina. So pretty much, uh, the, those that entire uh, list of traits for a con man, but for a woman, just just pussy. It, it, that's the balancing act. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that way it's equivalent to yeah. all those. These conmen are out there making a living. Conmen! Uh, they're, uh, they're doing what they have to do, to, and, and they're also doing it in a way that, I mean, people get hurt. Losing a lot of money hurts. Getting yeah. fooled hurts. But I don't think it hurts as bad as having your eyebrows burned off with a blowtorch. That's oddly specific. Is there something... <laughs> That happened? Or? Yeah, it was a the the one of the I think it was the funniest act of violence against oh, a woman this year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, was a woman who got her face set on fire for ten dollars, yeah. uh, over ten dollars, and then the maid, of course, got her eyebrows but burned it, off. As well. two instances of fire in the face in that did. same case. Didn't she do something? She took the money. She <clears throat> stole money and a gold chain, and I think that's part of what's so funny about it. Couldn't she have just used her pussy, as we <laughs> talked about? If it was an atrocious pussy, I understand. Ladies, if you're in a situation <laughs> like this, use your pussy. If you want to keep your eyebrows, use your pussy. Yeah, <laughs> there ought to be some sort of a public service announcement. You know, if you, this right, is it, baby. Call one eight hundred five seven seven pussy. Yeah, it can. Uh, you change into a suit. Well, all right. Here's the thing about uh, conmen, though. Believe it or not, you're you're gonna find this. You're gonna find this fucking. Really hard to believe, okay? And I want you to know, it's like everything else. It used to be a, a lot more simple. There, there's an acknowledged historical originator of this sort of crime, hmm. a grifter. He was the original confidence scammer, and he lived in New York City. You're, you're waiting for a punchline. It's real. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in 1820. So don't plan on laughing anytime soon out there if you're, because uh, this is We're not learning. the funny part. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel Thompson is referred to as a clumsy swindler. He uh, simply asked his victims to express confidence or trust in him by giving him money or their watch. Rather than gaining their trust in a more subtle way, he just put it out there. Okay. Why don't you show that you trust me? Right. Give me your watch. Give me financial <laughs> trust. I'm, I'm with you. And so he, uh, he was arrested you know, in, in uh, 1849. That's how, by July 1849, he lived in New York City. He was about 28 at the time, and his arrest was reported by Dr. James Houston for uh, the New York Herald. Dr. James Houston, first of all, you're a doctor and you're working for the New York Herald. You know, I think you may be overqualified for this job. Perhaps, yeah. You, you don't need to be able to uh, to heal the sick in order to, to write this shit up. He, right. He, Houston mocked Thompson in his coverage, satirically giving him 
one of the early New York City crime nicknames, the Confidence Man. And uh, he, was not a, he wasn't a good criminal, but he gained a reputation as being a genius operator because his uh, Austin's uh, satirical writing was largely misunderstood. <laughs> and I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, 28 years old, and he's, he's the first... Uh, uh, Conman? He's the first conman, yeah. So I mean, con, is that where it comes from? Con confidence? It's uh, confidence short, crime. Exactly. No shit. Yep. That, wow. No, that's that's one of those things. Con confidence. You become a con man. Yeah. And then uh the uh the police department started some kind of a category of crime uh, right along that time. And it really started to flourish quickly. Hmm. Um now I am gonna run a quote past you. Yeah. H. L. Minken said, No one in this world has ever lost money by underestimating the intelligence of the great masses of the plain people. The now, here's another, here's, an, awesome. here's another quote for you, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, see if you know who said this. There's a sucker born every minute. Who said that? A sucker born every minute. Um, Larry the Cable Guy. No, it was not Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, most Damn people, it. a lot of people say P.T. Barnum, and that is, there's a lot of candidates, a few candidates, but P.T. Barnum is not one of them. Uh, among other reasons, he would never have referred to his customers in a uh, disparaging way, mm-hmm. I understand. Now, uh, I'll tell you who it was that said this. Uh, the first appearance of that phrase, it yeah. comes from a book, and the book is called The Life of Hungry Joe, King of the Bunko Men. Have you read it? <laughs> um, I believe, yeah, that's... that's uh... We've all read it. Right. I mean, it's we're all familiar. Uh, the, the, it's Required an, reading in school. 1885 biography. It tells the story of early American swindler, Hungry Joe, born in Chi-Town, Windy City, packing a bag, taking a trip. He made his way to New York City, but he moved around a lot. He was always working, apparently. Hungry Joe was regarded as one of the top confidence and bunko men in the United States. Now, now, what is bunko? Now, bunko men. Yeah. I'll tell you what bunko is. It's a, it's a game played with dice, is, is what it originally was. It's some kind of a three-dice game. You roll the dice, you get a point. Uh, like, there's six rounds. So if I roll three threes... That's worth actually 21 points, like a special deal. Okay. But if I have two threes, then that's two points. You get a point for every time you match the thing, if it's in the right round. It's a, 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 apparently a really easy game to cheat at. Right. Uh, or a game that uh, if you can cheat at it, you can make a lot of money. Because that's what this Bunko man, he was a top Bunko man. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a guy who uh, uses his uh, rectum to make money or something, doesn't it? <laughs> a guy who sells his ass on the street. He's a bunko man. It, became, it eventually started to mean just like a, a more broad kind of a thing. It wasn't just it, dice. Not just dice, yeah. Swindling in general. So right. he has a professional reputation of being a top bunko man. It would not help if, it, for a confidence man. I had a twin, uh, and I would always be the bottom bunko man. Yeah. You'd always get the top. <laughs> I don't have a twin. Hungry Joe... Uh, one thing about it, he would take aim upward on the social ladder. Over a period of 30 years, he amassed a large personal fortune. He got rich, swindling wealthy bankers and other prominent figures by knowing uh, by, uh, he, he knew that the payoffs were going to be big when he would swindle somebody like that, and they were less likely to go to the authorities because they were embarrassed. Mm. So the, the list of people that he swindled was long, but uh, here's some prominent ones. He swindled a general in the Union Army. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, so generals are not dummies. Uh, a U.S. senator, a judge, and, uh, and I'm going to quote from the article. I think this is pretty interesting. It says, the most famous of victims was perhaps Irish author Oscar Wilde, oh, wow. whom he met in New York City, right here in New York City, while visiting the U.S. on a lecture tour. What was he lecturing about? I know how to cheat people. (laughs) If you want to cheat a beggar. Uh, Lewis dined with Wilde 
at the uh, at the hotel. Uh, I guess like at Lewis would be uh, like a hungry Joe yeah. at the Hotel Brunswick for several days before managing to persuade Wild in joining in a bunco game. Wild lost five grand. He gave Lewis a check for the for the uh, it says Park National Back. I'm sure it's supposed to be Bank. Yeah. So there's not a national back. That you write. Is that a national? Yeah, yeah. It used to be called backs because it's, that's what you just carry the money in a sack. Well, there was a there was a shortage of ends back then. Yeah. They just didn't have enough. Afterwards, uh, he stopped payment when he learned that he'd been swindled. And Lewis later claimed that he had taken fifteen hundred in cash from Wild before he was discovered. And now Inspector Thomas F. Burns added this. He said he was the head of the NYPD's detective bureau. This is how the the, the head of the detective bureau talked. In the 1800s, uh, he said that uh, when Wilde himself he <laughs> had reaped a harvest, he's talking about Oscar Wilde, had reaped a harvest of American dollars with his curls, sunflowers, and knee breeches. He was no less a swindler than Lewis, only not quite so sharp. That's a fucking stunning uh, takedown of, of <laughs> that's comparable to Oscar Wilde poetry. Like, yeah. <laughs> was he trying to impress him? Maybe that's it. Like, yeah, I mean, you can put that in a book or something. He's like, he'll understand this if I just read it to his language. He, he, he just he put it to him and reaped a harvest of American dollars with wow. his curls, sunflowers, and knee breeches. <laughs> I think, I think, didn't the police commissioner just make the similar speech? Imagine how the like fuck last do you, week? What, what, what <laughs> yeah, Braddon. <laughs> Well, after a nine-year stint in prison in Baltimore, Hungry Joe went straight. He went straight in the end. I almost hated to hear that, but I think you might have to get out of it when you're old as shit and uh, you don't want to get killed. And uh, prison, I was scared straight. Yeah. He uh, worked as a cigar vendor in the Bowery, died in 1902 at the age of 52. Now, if oh. Samuel Thompson was the original con man, Hungry Joe would be one of the original con artists. Uh, just like the old-fashioned handwritten letter. Or the personal phone call, or uh, you know, fucking someone you didn't meet on Tinder. Along with the rise of technology, the act of stealing has become increasingly impersonal. Now, most of the words for con man, flim flammer, sharpie, uh, mountebank, mountebank, a mountebank. I've never heard that word. Me neither. It's similar to charlatan. They all sound antiquated. Uh, I like charlatan. Yeah. yeah they said they're, but they're antiquated for a reason, and that's because you know they're, they're not coming up for new words for these fuckers anymore. They sound like old soda pops from like the fifties. Yeah, yeah, charlatan. Yeah, I'll take a mountebank <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> a mountebank. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Now we, uh, now we have the nominees for the NYC Crime Award for Con Man of the Year. 49-year-old Peter Sinise, a Brooklyn charlatan. He posed as an ex-Delta Force member and used convincing online sites to dupe desperate parents into believing he could rescue their abducted children. I think when you look at the, the, <laughs> the people that he's chosen as his victims, he can cheat anybody. I mean, the world's your oyster. Right. There's a sucker born every minute. You could cheat People who uh, who suck. This guy, desperate parents who have lost their children. He's like, I can rescue them. He uh, told frantic parents that his I Care Foundation was backed up with military and legal resources to help get their kids and bring them home. I mean, they have no way of following up on progress. What a dick. They have no way of checking in. They have no way of getting the money uh, back, I'm sure. Mm. It's so fucking funny. Peterson, <laughs> he's 49. He really figured it out. Uh, he says uh, his first victim, V1, is referred to in the it's V1, I guess, is for victim. Came victim. up. I'm sure that's not the guy's the, their name. I don't think their computers know. Hello, I'm V1. 
<laughs> my my child was stolen. X four. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, now his first victim came up. Uh, he he gave up thirty grand, over thirty grand, and then monthly payments ranging from ranging from three grand to five grand. So he kept paying him on a month to month. <laughs> the results. This guy's genius. The victim's child was abducted in New York City and taken to India. I guess you know. I, they probably. I mean, they just, you want a kid's. Yeah. I mean, nobody deserves no. to be fucked with as much as as people who have their kids kidnapped. It's almost like you're trying to make them feel something again. You know, like uh, I can't feel anything. My 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 kid's gone. It's like, no, trust me. I'll, I'm going to take a lot of your money and you're going to feel something else. This is going to be such a large yeah. percentage of your fortune. Yeah, that you're still alive. I'm going to pinch you financially. You're going to sort of like rank this all along the same edge, uh, 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 along the same lines as losing your, your child. I think so. Yeah. Who's in India. Well, if you're a robot, I mean, money numbers. Yeah. Just as hurtful. It doesn't compute. I am very one. He promised that they'd be re reunited with their kid in two weeks after all that. Well, and he said, I was supposed to be with the help of an unidentified retired federal judge. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got to, trust me, unidentified teams of international lawyers, several members of the elite army squad. We are going to go in there. Trust me, me, the judge, the lawyers. <laughs> Look, you've got the squad. Yeah. You don't need the fucking lawyers. What is that about? It's it's about people being uh, again. He's taking advantage of their uh, yeah. uh, of uh, let's let's see which emotions highlight which emotions he's uh, first of all their their credulity obviously oh back to the, the list yeah yeah their credulity uh, is out uh, out of control compassion I guess right. uh, you're I don't know naivete naivete yeah um but uh, you know not so much that I don't think they stood to gain anything out of it not greed or something like that you know? I mean I think your Those reality greedy people when, when when your kids are taken your reality is is shifted to such a I fucking didn't know that could happen so now you're you don't have the defenses of, of reality anymore because you don't know what's possible and what's not so you're just really you, you become a sucker I think after that. I I think I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah, it, it's a total shift. So you're you're forced to accept a whole new way of thinking. Yeah, I and, believe anything. So yeah, if that shit could happen, then this Delta dude, you know, just I guess this is what you do. You find this guy. Right. Thank, in fact, thank God we found him. He right. must be really like if he came in here right now and started the same, uh, you know, running his mouth on all that shit. Uh, news here when yeah, news for Mandy's Tamler probably fuck him. Be like, <laughs> I, I like this Delta dude. No, she wouldn't do that. Hey, that's your wife you're talking about. I'm Asian Pat Dixon, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> well, uh, this um, this guy, uh, he, he led the victim on a wild goose chase, pretending to be in India, giving fake updates. Here's a text. We are a go, 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 go. They are to pick up the child. I guess they have the name in there, but it's in brackets. Up, and We're going to pick him up in 11 hours. I'm so extremely excited. I'm quarterbacking everything right now on my end. 17 hours into Dubai. 30 hours into New York. <laughs> it's just... That is the douchiest thing I swear to God I've ever heard. This guy's sitting by a pool someplace. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, douchey, to say the least. I mean, it's an intensely personal thing, and yeah. he's uh, getting a lot of... I mean, just really kicking somebody when they're down. It's you think evil, it, yeah. It's, it's a go, 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 and that's almost like silly, like despite how how, how much gravity is on the situation. We're a go, 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 go. Like what? Like he's commanding a team like with his hands flicking forward. Like, go, come over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's intense. he's cre it's creating this idea of motion that's urgency. happening. Yeah. yeah, you're hearing the fucking uh, music playing, you know? And I think the numbers, the score. like we're 17 hours into Dubai, 30 minutes, uh, th 30 minutes, 30, 30 hours, hours uh -huh. into New York. 
It's just that's kind of confused me, and I feel like he threw that in there to purposely confuse. Like, this is some tech shit. Like, I'm gonna throw it out there because you know we're communicating, but you're not supposed to understand. Yeah, that. I guess it's about like the flight back. Like, hey, no, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna pick up the child in 11 hours, and then it's 17 hours into Dubai, 30 hours into New York. You're gonna be seeing Junior in about four days. Right. Get ready to be happy. Shit. They're gonna want to debrief him for a little while, but he's yours, and he's healthy. He's good. He has all his little fingers. And meanwhile, that kid's fucking dead in India someplace. Never be. I don't know what happened to the kid, but yeah, maybe. Uh, it may. It would. It would maybe add to the comedic value of the story if we, <laughs> like, oh, you know, what happened to that kid? Boy, you're. He is. He found his way into an opium den. Well, uh, <clears throat> he swindled another five grand from a second victim. He got spooked, and then he was arrested on wire fraud charges. Released on a hundred thousand dollars bond after his parents, who were in the courtroom put up their mill basin home as security. Don't you? It's hard not to hope that his parents lose their home. I mean, that would be only fair, right? Uh, our next uh, nominee is Daniel Rodriguez, who's a serial con man. He's gotten into a series of high-paying jobs. This guy has quite a fucking history when it comes to just, you know, conning people and getting shit that he shouldn't have, like, like uh, you know, this job that he had as administrations at a hospital. Hospital administrations. He had just been in prison for like four years. Wow. <laughs> when they found out, they just kind of go, it's like, again, they don't want to make a big deal out of it because it's like, man, we fucked up. There's no telling what kind of liability there is here. Yeah. He, he got engaged to a ton of women, numerous women. He now, got getting, engaged to a ton of, married to none? None. Getting engaged to women is not that hard. I mean, right. I've been married three, it's harder for me not to get engaged. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, it just happens. Uh, but I guess. Uh, I think we're engaged just sitting across from each other right now. Yeah. T- yeah. I think it happened. <laughs> Um, and I got bad news. <laughs> uh, Rodriguez has an extensive history. He was hired, hired by a Manhattan social service agency to count, counsel troubled young mothers. Can you imagine counseling troubled young mothers when you just have no fucking, uh, you know, morals at all? He was, he was the polecat in the chicken coop. And you know how a polecat will sometimes get a chicken pregnant. And one nearly lost the custody of her chicks. Your Larry the Cable Guy impressions get better and better. <laughs> get her done. <laughs> Rodriguez parlayed a fake resume and his gift for Gab into the $40,000 a year counselor's post. Woo, 40 grand. Are they oh, hiring? Geez. That's oh. what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we say that after hotels. That's correct. A, uh, right. Manhattan uh, Perinatal Partnership. That's a nonprofit focused on helping struggling young mothers. And then, uh, and like, oh, wait, okay, my bad. This is the job that he had recently served four years in state prison for swindling a Bronx health agency. So forget that other thing. But the doctor job is another thing he had. When when officials found out, uh, he was quietly let go. He left a trail of victims in three other states. There's a woman named Teresa, now a 24-year-old mother of a seven-year-old son. She recalled how her life was nearly destroyed after she became pregnant with Rodriguez's child. Well, you know, first of all, that's bound to happen no matter whose child it is. The Harlem single mom juggling a job, raising a son, completing her high school degree. And, I mean, how could your life possibly be good? Uh, Yeah. She attended a partnership presentation at her school given by Rodriguez. That's what you do. Just fuck the guy giving the presentation. I think I see a way out of this. I'm not just going to... Wait, I want to fuck the guy doing this show, and then I will be in good shape. He will help me financially. He says, uh, on the website, the partnership claimed to have the capacity over time to deliver integrated, continuous, and comprehensive health and social services and support to women and their infants from cradle to grave. 
Wait, you're gonna, what? Why are the infants gonna die? Yeah, <laughs> from cradle to grave. I'm gonna outlive your children, and yeah. I'm gonna oversee it. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. That's on, but that's on his website. This partnership thing. That uh, I guess this is a, this is like a real company he's working for. Uh, partnership. Uh, it's it's the Northern Manhattan Perinatal Partnership, a nonprofit focused on helping. So here's what that it does. Exists? It exists now. Um, and he, and he had a $40,000 a year job with them. Wow. And he's, this is a Harlem single mom who has a job. She's raising a son. She's completing a high school degree. Yeah. In, uh, and, and this guy, and on this says, well, we have the capacity over time to deliver integrated, continuous, and comprehensive. I know I just said this, but I'm just trying, yeah, what does all this ridiculous. mean? I, from cradle to grave. That's how it ends. Comprehensive, yeah. What comprehensive health and social services so there's old pe- there's like 70 year old people still under the care of this company yeah because they're yeah. like you know my mom has been dead for a long time yeah. uh, but uh they said they'd see me to the grave yeah anyway it appealed to her she was 20 hoping to go to college and become a nurse so she fucked him i went i went through a lot of struggles especially for my son she said without having any relatives in new york and i managed to keep a roof over our heads while going to school we're really going in depth into life Damn. Of Daniel Rodriguez and this chick that he fucking boned, who was in the uh, little program that he was working for. She signed up, and Rodriguez began to pursue her romantically. He sent me flowers all the time. That had never happened before. Hmm. Uh, and he said he was a minister's son studying for a master's at Hunter College and wore a cleric's collar. <laughs> he thought, wore the, wow. She said, I thought I found a man who loves life, who works to help people. I don't understand how, if you can act like that, why don't you just be that? I don't know. Yeah, right? You know? Why not just be it? That is severely twisted. Like, And really, what's the difference between acting it and being it? Right. Yeah, it's just, eh, I'm going to you know, pretend to be this. Like, I, well, you're only getting half of that, whatever thrill it is to con somebody and get ultra personal with them, and mm-hmm. then flip the switch and then be totally an asshole. Oh, so you're that's only what you're getting half of it, so I oh. guess I understand. Oh, you need it. You need to, oh, okay. Yeah. So you're saying springing the trap is the fun part. Yeah, the sweeter the sweet, the more bitter the bitter. I just made that up. I thought, uh, she said she thought he found a man who loves life. He sent me flowers all the time. Well, I mean, really, I mean, maybe uh, you just sort of, um, you... Does it all even out? You know, I mean, like you had some good times. He had some good times. We have to see what happens here. You know? Right. He also claimed that he counseled domestic violence victims for the city. She says that he was gentle, loving, funny, and given my religion, I thought I found my prince charming. But once she became pregnant, Rodriguez changed. He became aloof and cold. I wanted to know who this man really was. Now you want to know after he fucking impregnates you, right. you're like, hey, wait, I want to. Who? I got to figure you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find out a little more about this guy. She quickly learned the painful truth that his record included. Oh, you Googled him. <laughs> <laughs> more than a dozen arrests in New York and New Jersey, primarily on fraud and assault charges, but also for making terrorist threats after 9 11. Right. But in all fairness, this it was probably pretty easy to get arrested for making terroristic threats after 9 11. That's a good point. But this guy's really all over the board with just being a complete. Yeah, with assault and, uh, and, and, and also the, the fraud and terrorist th- uh, threats. He, you're right. He's over a dozen arrests. One high profile in 2007, high profile arrest, involved swindling the Soundview Clinic in the Bronx, which at the time was operated by. State Senator Pedro Espada Rodriguez had obtained $87,000, an $87,000 a year uh, administrator's post by claiming to have a top mental health official. 
he he said he, what he told him is that I used to work in the Bloomberg administration. Yeah. I was a top mental health official. He was released uh, just months before he was hired by the partnership. So he had been swindling up there, and then he swindled this. Uh, I think that's a great swindle. If you, if you tell him that you work for the Bloomberg administration and right. they don't check. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's very convincing. I just trust it, yeah. He's a very convincing guy. Uh, another victim, Marilyn, also not her real name. Like, I'm going to go track down Marilyn. Yeah, and what a weird name to just make up. Yeah, because it gives you the picture. You think of yeah. that corpse. It's a 24-year-old hospital nurse's assistant. Now, yeah. nurse, that, by the way, if you're a nurse, that's the only real job. That is the only real job. The rest of us could drop dead and it'd be okay. But nurses, nope, we yeah. need you. Now, uh, she says she only lost custody of her two sons because of this asshole. Uh, she was ordered by the court to take a two-month program at the partnership as part of a deal with the city's administration for children's services to get her kids back from foster care. It's so funny Why that the guy, just because the guy's supposed to be like working for those, you know, like right. I'm involved with helping children and helping people, and then you hang out with them, and it's like you lose your kids. Right. <laughs> How did that happen? Holy shit. The story, poorly written. Uh, no. That's what she did was fuck that guy, and that's who that's who it was. He assigned himself as her counselor, and he started hitting on her. Oh. Now, so she had already like lost her kids. Oh, oh, so you can't blame that on him. No, you just maybe almost didn't get him back. But for Christ's sake, that's not, she went to get him back. He's completely off the hook now. This guy is having the time of his he's life. A hero. Marilyn's hot. You can tell. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't be fucking around with her. He had his pick of all these like you know worthless, troubled mothers. That's a good point. And there's nobody that's more worthless than a single mother. <laughs> I want you guys to know that. <laughs> There's nothing. She says, I would not go out with him and insisted on keeping everything professional unless you're a nurse. But things turned ugly when she uh, completed the course. She got, it was one of those things. I, you know, a semester of romance? Right. You ever have that? Semester, well, I went just to high school. I didn't go to college. Well, in college, <clears throat> I'll tell you something. That is a good way to uh, ruin your marriage. Uh, I was, uh, my first marriage, I was too young. I was 21, wow. 20, whatever I was. And I was going to uh, Middle Tennessee State University, had a counterculture class. There was a girl named Dina. And uh, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know her at first. I mean, at the time, I just, she's a red-haired girl that sits across the way, dyed red. And uh, she was very thin. She was, uh, like, you know, I don't know, fashionably dressed. I don't know. I didn't really notice anything. Yeah. But every day, she told me later, she would sit one desk closer to me. Wow. Until we were right next to each other. That's kind and of then, romantic and sweet. Yeah. And she showed me her pussy. Wow. In, in the, uh, yeah, she, she just like made it. Women, they control a gap and made a little gap come up in her dress. And I could see her bush. And back then, 1990, yeah. it was a bush was completely redhead? acceptable. Did you see a redhead? Brown, light brown hair. Light brown hair. But the redhead was dyed. And I, okay. She had, she was, I got to know her. Freckles, very thin, very uh, petite. She had a kid uh, who was, um, she taught like, what do you call it, um, Sunday school. She was a Sunday school teacher. Oh, okay. And she, she told me, this is the line she fed me to get me to, to trick me into sleeping with her. What'd she say? She said she hadn't had sex in two years. She hadn't had sex since Junior was born. Oh. Uh, somebody that you want to fuck, you never run out of shit to say. Right. But, I, so, but you were going to like. I learned not to cheat later on in life. Oh. That's a different chapter. Uh, sometimes these things, uh, all right, look, life is an ongoing experience and, uh, that's something that we can all learn. I was, I was not going to go out with him, she said, but, uh, 
she wanted to keep everything professional. We're talking about Rodriguez now. We're talking about Marilyn. We're talking about fake Marilyn and her two kids. She's trying to get kids. She completed the course, like I said, semester romance. City officials rejected her graduation papers because Rodriguez, not a licensed counselor. <laughs> not even qualified not to do even this. Not surprised, though. I mean, this guy is great. Yeah, well, I guess you should have gone out with me. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get. Maybe I would have, uh, maybe I would have I don't know, faked it better. They, uh, they told her that she would have to retake the program elsewhere. In the meantime, her kids remained under foster care. And she was hysterical. She's in this course. I wonder what he was teaching in this course that was like not on book. You know, like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that takes some creativity, right? He's got to like make up curriculum for this fucking shit that he's not qualified for. Again, he, you could do the job. Why don't you just right. get certified? Yeah, he, you're and have a job. So much care into like. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna be a con man, I'll tell you what I'm not gonna do. Go get a fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> now. This woman has to wait an extra two months to get her fucking kids back. Well, you shouldn't have lost your kids to begin with. If you've lost your kids, something's wrong with you. It might have been crack cocaine. Who knows? I'm going to go ahead and say Marilyn was on crack. That's not a real name. You're anyway. just taking a jump. She on won't that. even read. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. She was serious. But Teresa and Marilyn, they both asked their names to be withheld, and they have been. Or have they? They said they complained to the partnership's management, but officials seem more concerned about keeping things quiet. That's understandable. There's a lot on the line. Yeah. Don't, you cannot fault them for looking after their own self-interest. And just because you didn't get your kids back, well, you know what? Tough shit. You should, <laughs> no, you should have gone with a better program. It's terrible what he's doing, obviously. Now, she spoke directly with Mario Drummonds. That's the executive. Now, here's what he says. He told me not to talk about this with anybody else. Uh, he said, we don't want to make a big deal out of it. That, don't you think that's understandable? And she was told not to discuss the situation with anyone. She even told people who worked there they would lose their jobs. That's what they said. You'll lose a job. If you talk to this woman, you'll lose your fucking job. They were really trying to keep it quiet. Well, Rodriguez, he cre uh, he's, the partnership grew uh, into a $10 million a year organization, apparently. And, uh, and so the, the, I guess things are going well for him. They quietly released Rodriguez. He moved on to other victims. This guy is classic. So that's enough about Rodriguez because this shit goes on and on. He went to Massachusetts where he, he was hired thanks to a phony resume as a $65,000 a year administrator wow. at two uh, popular eye clinics. Just like, yeah, I did this. I did that. Don't check anything. This you get the job. amazing. Yeah, he's inspirational too. There must be something about him where you just go, ah, oh, this guy smells good. You know, right. we want yeah, this kind of guy. We, we want him on the fucking staff because you know the, I really feel good about him. That's right. good. Whenever you're hiring somebody, and you're like, no, I really, I got a good feeling about this guy. Right. I almost always he it's like too good to be true. He penetrates the gut of the people. Like, oh, the gut instinct just goes out. Oh, I like this guy. He appeals to their greed. Maybe yeah. he's like, I'll do it for less. You know, maybe he mm. takes it. Maybe he takes less pay. That's a great idea. Undercut people like yeah. oh. Because I'm not qualified to do this at all. Right. Well, it's it's an odd thing. It's an odd thing. I think this to me, like I said, if you're just gonna go to work, apply for jobs, and yeah. fucking get involved with fucking women and kids, just and shit. get a fucking good job. <laughs> like you can well, do it. You might as well get married and have two kids. Wow. This guy's either just like a, a genius, but he doesn't want to reward himself with like. Mm -hmm. You know, just follow through and, and gain the rewards of whatever. I, sometimes I think he likes the power because uh, he met an executive assistant who uh, who told this on the inside, whatever that is, some kind of like a you know journalism thing or something. Uh, some some 
inside edition shit. Vernacular, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So officials uh, at the clinic, they didn't want to come in. So, la- so last year, Rodriguez sent his resume, including a new credential that he once worked as a vice president at Emblem Health. I think this is going to be the episode that we were like, we could not get through that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually we listen to it. There's a lot of jokes and shit. Right. And you are just listing facts. <laughs> I find this shit interesting. No, this is amazing. Yeah. Calvert Memorial Hospital. And, and, uh, okay, so this is what this guy did. He was hired at $126,000 a year, executive director uh, at this place. And the hospital apparently paid his moving expenses. They're like, again, we like this guy. Right. We like this Rodriguez. Rodriguez. He seems just like, I think he's the magic bullet. Right. He's going to fix shit at this hospital. We've had a lot of problems. We need some good, strong administrators. $126,000 a year, and it gave him approval power over everything what? in this hospital from paying phone bills to underwriting expenditures for overseas work what the in fuck? struggling foreign countries. This guy, ha- it's just like, really? Okay. It, his mind's probably reeling with the shit that he can fucking cause. I wonder if he's even happy with that, and he's just like, yeah, this is how it goes. Like, This is just part of it. He's I deserve even, it. Yeah. yeah, he's not even surprised. Act like you've been there. So the, he actually, like, besides preying on vulnerable people, like this, in, this hospital was going through a rough time. And he decided to, to prey on them mm-hmm. by saying, I'm the, I'm the guy. Well, he senses his weakness very well. Well, and he takes advantage of it, and that's the thing. You know, there's certain times when that is the rules of the fucking game. And I'm not entirely sure that's not just life. You ever play cards? You ever play poker? Yeah. Well, as you know, like, there's sometimes in the games that I play where you have certain situations where you have a lock. You know you're going to win. There's yeah. no way out of it. Uh, but when you get the best hand, raise. And that's it. And if you don't, it's immoral. You have to take as much of that person's money yeah. as you possibly can. Not like you want to drive them out to fold or something like that. Play it smart, but get the most money. Once somebody's on the hook and you know they're going to call you yeah. to, to throw out like a less than complete raise, because we have its limits, a $2 raise is the maximum. Oh. So you get up to $8 a card, that's big shit. Yeah, now, I'm talking yeah. about nickels and times. But you can lose a little bit of money and win a little bit of money. So... I think it's immoral. It's just like if you can, if you have, if you think, if you can fuck a guy's wife, right? You're doing him a favor. Oh, by by revealing that that uh, uh, tear was there. Yeah. I mean, because you're, it's it's going to be a greater, it's possibly going to be a greater disaster another time. Wow. When yeah. the whole house collapses, yeah. you have to kick that piece of dried up, fucked up. Uh, would it's almost and go insul- look your house is fucked up yeah it's almost insulting in both uh cases so you see the person's you know low on cash or whatever and you see that they're gonna bite the hook and, and go for the, the the raise you have to and and then you you just pity them that pity is more insulting it's like oh you're, you're, you're kind of broke so I'm, I'm not gonna you know push you all in exactly. and with the wife thing too it's like oh so you're not gonna fuck my wife and she wanted to fuck you and you were and you didn't reveal to me that she was gonna do that yeah, at least let her blow you. Right. So I've got a reason to get a divorce. Yeah. You know, get me out of this shit. Right. You know, you see somebody who's who's in a torture device. Yeah, it helps help. nobody to 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 ease back. You know, no. the venom. Yeah, absolutely not. I, su- I suppose you're right. Yeah. No, no. I mean, look, I, that's also true. If you're like, then you hear stories of like, a, I heard a story, of like Joe Rogan or something. Somebody like somebody Joe Rogan asks. It's Joe Rogan, but yeah. just we'll just say it's somebody like Joe Rogan. <laughs> And he uh, got a blowjob from some uh, comics girlfriend when he was in town. Yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, you know, and yeah. um, and you're supposed to break up with her, and now you'll be funnier. 
<laughs> and you'll be funnier because you're so you got a great story. Yeah. That guy, Joe Rogan, gave you a gift. A gift. You know? That's so true. All right. Well, have a how about a con woman? This is this is a lot similar. Uh simpler. Mm-hmm. Valbona Yisraj, uh, forty four. Oh. She was arrested on accusations of masquerading as a dentist. Yes, it's Can illegal I get a to shot do that. that name real quick? It's oh you want to oh yeah, yeah please do. I, yeah, I did yeah. read that before and I was gonna like let's yeah. Uh, that's Valbona y- Iziraj. Oh, your 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 pronunciation is exactly just like mine. Iziraj. It's the Asian Pat Dixon version. Right? Yeah. Valbona Iziraj. Forty-five arrested Thursday, and you know she's a paper pusher. It says that's their kind of word. Mm. Doctor Val, not a licensed dentist. She inspected patients. She diagnosed patients. She took X-rays, and she injected them with anesthetics. Even gave patients root canals. Again, what's the point? What are you gaining here? I mean, you know? Well, this one seems like there, it was actually just like like a primitive, like, I want to prove that I could do it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's evil. Really. Like, like some kind of private Benjamin shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I know I got it. I mean, I've seen this fucker do it before. Let me just get in there and start drilling. I, I think it's quite evil to, to be not trained in doing a root canal and to, and to do one. But I think she did it mostly for people in her community, which is interesting. She's uh, uh, obviously from, from out of the, uh, you know, she's a Albanian. Were you going to say is. out of town? Out of town. She lives in White Plains. <laughs> she's the office manager of a... Yeah. You know, she's 45 years old, a native country of Albania, and she would have, in a jaw-dropping twist, it said she tried to pill for 20 grand from, uh, <laughs> after she was canned, she tried to get 20 grand from the payroll of this dentist. This dentist really has, he was a bad judge of character in this case, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it turns out, you know, let's see, he has installed cameras in his Bronx office to monitor his employees while he's away. You, if you're a dentist, you really need to have cameras because you don't know when somebody's going to say, like, man, I think that this person... Played with my clit when I was when I was asleep. Right, and though, so you have proof that you did not do that. Yeah, or uh, yeah. or and or footage when you did. Good point. Either either way, you know, it's a win win. Anyway, should this woman masquerade as a dentist, and uh, the uh, the winner of the New York City Crime Award is the woman who masqueraded as a dentist. She had the most votes. Congratulations to Shiva uh, Shiva. Now there was a scam artist who can't face the music, uh, by and he, so he walked off a Brooklyn pier. Disgraced insurance broker Paul Simonucci, uh, Simonucci, oh, seventy. Can I see that one? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Simonucci. I'm making it sound much more difficult. Oh, than I thought yeah, Simonucci. I thought. Yeah. Simonesky. Seventy of Staten Island survived the dive off the 69th Street pier in in Bay Ridge. Have you seen it? Have I seen it? The Bay Bridge Pier? No. The 69th Street Pier? Pretty high? I Googled it. It No, it's like from this desk to like the floor. Oh. <laughs> it's the most survivable drop I've ever seen. So fact. he was just making a, he was just trying to swim for it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was going to ask you about that, but I guess. It, I, it's not like it's a real suicide attempt or something. No. Well, he faced up 12 years in prison on charges of grand larceny as a hate crime. And since all, as a hate crime, grand larceny as a hate crime since all his victims were elderly. seniors. Yeah. After taking a, he took a plea deal mm. and got 12 years. Grand larceny is a hate crime. I had no idea. Didn't we talk about that? If on, you on the fucked them over because they're fucking seniors, yeah. then that's a thing. We, I we, just like, it's a, it's not a hate crime. It's a convenience crime. That's right. They're just easy to fool. Yeah. 
Wow. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, 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 look, they're taking hate crime legislation and they're they're turning it into something else. That's know? really strange to me. Because yeah. it's not like this guy's in the Klan. Like, oh, we hate old people or the, or the old people Klan, whatever that is. It's an extra charge to, to tack it up. Yeah, that's not fair. I mean, it really makes it a lot more intense. Right. And they're t- sure he targeted old people, but it wasn't because he hated them. Right. There's no, where do, where's the hate? You like where do you them? say, let me tell you, I hate these fucking old people. Yeah. Who give me four point five million dollars? Right, I'd love them. They're old and they're and they're they're vulnerable. I love them. They're let me tell you something. They need love so much, and I give it to them. Uh, it currently owes four point four seven seven five six two. So uh, about four and a half million in restitution charged for scamming thirteen seniors. Until investigators discovered others, and they, they didn't realize they'd been swindled. They didn't even know they'd been swindled. How can that be a hate crime? I don't bail to finalize his affairs. Well, that meant walking off a pier like some kind of a fucking jackass. Uh, Literally like like one of the guys from Jackass. Yeah, that's like some shit. Right. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's hey, some, I'm Steve. I'm going to jump off this pier, dude. <laughs> some Johnny Knoxville type shit. Yeah. Well, that's all the crimes we have time to talk about. Believe it or not, the hour is up. And and we I I feel like we still have so much to discuss. Yeah, more crime awards coming up. Yeah, do you enjoy doing the show with uh, Kumia? You'll be back on there again soon, I'm sure. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I love doing that. Yeah, that's that, it's a. Uh, if you're not watching NYC Crime Report on Kumia, well, you should be because I don't know. Just do it. I don't. I got no good reason to tell you except it's entertaining as fuck. I know a lot of people were like, well, we want to come and see it live. We're going to see you live. If, if I do a crime report live, people will show up. If we charge five bucks, they'll come. That'd be nice. That's about what it costs for a month. I mean, just a slightly more than five, maybe six dollars for a month. And you yeah. don't only, not only do you get, you don't get one episode of crime report for that because you would buy, if there was a crime report special, right? Imagine it's an hour long, hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. Some of them go. And it's me doing these stories. You can watch it. And it's also completely, it's not just a thing. It's visual. It's not, so we go like, hey, I'm like uh, a fly on the wall and you're doing stupid podcasts. We get to see a small or whatever. Right. It's not like that at all. No. It's like a whole new show. News where Mandy Stabmiller makes a lot of appearances on there. Uh, we've had uh, great uh, female talent as well. There's been a lot of naked talent. Yeah. Uh, rebel. Uh, Rebel, Rebel yell, Lynn. Rebel, Lynn. Rebel Lynn. Also, uh, what's her name? The, the there was a heavy uh, Asian chick that we had. That was uh, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was the one she was on in, in like a penthouse or something. Jaden Lee. No, that's a very thin Asian chick. Oh, you said heavy. Heavy. Yeah, oh, I thought she, you meant like in a seventies cool way. I don't talk that way. <laughs> I was thinking that uh, you know Trump is going to be the next president. Now yeah. I'm not going to go into all his politics, but I will say this: he's the closest thing to a stand-up comedian we will ever have. As president, and yeah. that's why he has my vote. Also, look at the uh, the flip side. You know, it was like Hillary Clinton, who, granted, she's the closest thing that we would ever have to a woman <laughs> in the Oval Office. So, that's also exciting, I guess, if you're on that end of it. You know, women don't like Trump a lot. Did you know that? You yeah. noticed that. You know why? They're yeah. attracted to him, and they have been told that that is unacceptable by the lesbian feminist caliphate of social media. And they are uncomfortable with the fact that they want to sleep with a white man. Mm. So they go, fuck that. I'm against it. But really, they're just raging against their own bodies. And it's a battle you will lose, ladies, because you might as well spread them now. Trump is going to be president. 
they don't they also think uh, they don't like him with the number rating don't like you know because you know he rates women on the 10 scale does he do that everybody does that why on a scale one to ten everybody does it and so <laughs> women do it it's it's yeah, just do. nuts but uh yeah they but women don't like it um and oh some of them don't and and is it a surprise the ones who don't like that the ugly ones right if you don't like that you're ugly right it's not true you feel you're ugly and that's the problem oh, yeah, when yeah, women yeah. feel ugly that's when they make the worst shittiest comments and decisions stop feeling ugly feel good about yourself and and you and just because there's a a uh you know a 10 rating there a, you know a, a, a 10 scale rating don't be intimidated by that there's always going to be someone prettier you have value that is not associated with your appearance yeah why do you let the patriarchy command you to not like donald trump you have you have an opportunity to make peace with your sexuality here. And, and I, think, I think that... Now, Donald Trump does take the, the 10 scale to another level. Did you know that? How does he do that? Well, once he's elected, it's, it's going to be... Uh, 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 there's going to be a mandatory kind of a deal where they get evaluated and, uh, and, and sort of like processed, and they have a number assigned to them. Women, they will be all evaluated on a ten scale. Would it be tattooed on on their arm? No, no, it's not quite that bad. Okay. It's but it will take the place of their photo on their driver's license. Gotcha. It'll just oh, like say shit. six and a half. Wow. Like there, there's no more bad hair days. And there's no more point of view either. It's hair days like, over. Yeah. Your six is my seven. Your ten is my two. The, yeah. It's a governmental thing. Wow. It's they've hashed it out, and then when you get it renewed, you gotta get reevaluated. If you're getting better, you're better. They'll give them like it's plus this much, minus this much. Right. And now once your looks are mathematically quantified, maybe then we can move past it being all about your appearance. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. Wow. Ladies, we're trying to help you. That's a good point, yeah. Move. Be it's a registry. It's just a simple 10-scale uh, registry. And that will be and that'll be your identity, you know? And then like, people will know whether or not to listen to you. Uh, it'll be numerical. It'll be empirical. Now, but they don't, they don't like that. They think that that's unfair. And then he made those comments about Megyn Kelly being on her period or something, which so, she, maybe she was. Megan, yeah, being on her period. She yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, the debate and all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow, he said she was bleeding from her. It happened. But here, yeah, and, and he probably knew something that, you know, he, you're privy to information oh, shit. when you're a billionaire that, like, other people don't know. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I have recently learned is, you know how women, and, and this is a, synchronize their periods if they're in a close space for right. a while now over time that has spread like like say if there's 35 of them who live in a house together right and they're all in the same period can i get a now room in that house they can <laughs> good luck but they uh they it accumulates and spreads and then the amount of space that you need has grown you know what i mean it's like women can they synchronize their periods now mm -hmm. i think all of New York City has their period at the same time. Maybe, yeah. And and you know when it is. I and so in New York, it feels intense sometimes. Do do, hmm. do walls um, affect it, or like can your neighbors have? The, I wonder. Yeah, what is it? It's it's it, when they live together, they empathize with each other. Right. Their periods all all get in the same because they want to have equal access, uh, equal opportunity for competition to fuck whoever the guy is that they're supposed to be. You know, women oh. are supposed to be. You're supposed to have a lot of them. And and it's supposed to be like a farm animal situation almost. Like women have not had hands as long as men have. What? They women 
more recently, their hands were actually still paws. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It was like a foot-like appendage instead of hands. And uh, it's a fairly, it's only in the last, like, 5,000 years. But men have had hands the whole time. So mermaids are potentially... Now, they don't like Trump. Well, you know what? You're going to learn to like Trump because that's the next president of the United States. And if you're listening, you know, well, I don't like anybody who likes Trump. That's fine. That's okay. I think that's an overreaction because at the end of the day, who gives a shit what I think? No one's going to vote any certain way because I say so. I'm not wielding any power. I'm just some dumbass with an opinion. So here's what you do. Go to crimereport.nyc. If you want to discover how to watch New York City Crime Report, that's the way to do it. So many shows right now, you know, you know what to do. Uh, and uh, watch it. Looking forward to seeing you. Thanks for everything. Thank you, uh, Agent Pat Dixon. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. I'd like some penis.